0: If we can learn how to masterfully flow that energy without allowing anything to interfere with it, disrupt it, distort it, then we have the capacity to create a more refined life that we're living that reflects truly more of what we can dream of, or even more importantly, what we can perceive of as our full potential deep inside. Welcome
1: to the Dr. Espen Podcast, where we explore the latest in quantum science, personal development, consciousness and spirituality, health, as well as business and money mastery. Join me as I interview experts from all over the world sharing the most incredible stories of transformation. This is where we provide you with the exact tools and coaching activities you need to expand your consciousness in each of the eight areas of your life. For more info on our events, programs, coaching, etc., go to drespen.com for the full quantum experience. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Espen podcast. I'm Espen. Today I'm joined by Dr. Sue Mortar. Stay tuned. If you want to go deep into quantum science, understanding the essence of energy and what you can do to really leverage these incredible tools beyond space and time in your life. A little bit about Sue first. She's an international speaker, master of bioenergetic theory, and a quantum field visionary. You can already sense that this is going to be an awesome conversation. Dr. Sue Morta utilizes the embodiment of high-frequency energy patterns. Let that sink in. I believe in the universe, everything is patterns, cycles, and seasons. If you can see the pattern, it can truly change your life. And she uses these high-frequency energy patterns to activate full human potential. Through seminars, retreats, presentations, she illuminates the relationship between quantum science and energy medicine, right? So let's have that conversation as to how to elevate consciousness into life mastery. She's a best-selling author, of particularly this one book that I'd like to share. If you want to guys want to write this down, it's called The Energy Codes. It's a seven-step system to awaken your spirit, heal your body, and live your best life. I'm really excited about this book. I need to get my hands on this book. Dr. Sue provides techniques to activate untapped energy and neurocircuitry in the body to empower hidden potential and become one's true essential self. And the list goes on,
0: list goes on. Dr. Sue, welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here with us. How are you this morning? Uh, Just fabulous. It's great to be here. I look forward to seeing where we get to go in our conversations. It's always a lovely exploration of what life can be. So let's go. Let's go. You've been doing this for a long time. You started the
1: Mortar Health Center in 1987, you know, with the vision of creating something new you know i teach the whole essence of quantum science and i'm not a physicist but i've got some understanding and, and it works really well for our students but i'm fresh in the game you've been doing this since 1987 i could imagine back then in the, the field of quantum science bioenergetics was quite different what have you noticed in your work and the work that you're doing and the effect that it's having on people and maybe even the timeliness of this science now being available to people. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, you know, it's a great observation. Just your question alone is that there's been an evolution for it. And many people are just now hearing about the impact of quantum science and the power of the mind truly to create physical reality, not just your own life experience, but truly having an impact on your physical reality on every level in your life is relatively new, although it's hundreds of years old in terms of research and journal reporting and reports coming out and experimentation being able to be reproduced and then it's bled over into how do we apply that you know how does this go to work for us why do we care what's it going to do for me in my life to know these things about what science is showing us and what i have seen is that it's sort of arriving right on time in terms of hitting more of a mass consciousness and what's happening in our world right now, it's really begging us to become more empowered and become recognizing that we are capable of determining our life experience regardless of our external circumstances. And in fact, those external circumstances can actually serve as an impetus to spark us into that quickening that causes us to get busy, you know, getting about learning how to do that. So it's perfect, perfect timing, I think. I'm goosebumping. You
1: know what? We could end the conversation here and you would have tremendous value. I don't know if you guys heard what Sue just said, but the essence of recognizing that the world, there's a lot of things happening on the outside, but then to turn the attention back within, to take charge of your reality, to take charge of your world to be the leader. I remember someone asked me once, someone asked a mentor of mine once, you know, where is the world going? And he turned to this person and he said, if you have to ask that question, you're not creating it. And it just blew me away. So you teach this concept, right? That everything is energy, including us. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about this and how a person could use the science or, and the knowingness of everything being energy to their advantage, to master their lives, et cetera.
0: Sure. Well, we know as a law of physics that every physical piece of matter, the chair that you're sitting in, the shoes that you put on your feet, the screen that you're watching right now, all physical matter is compressed energy if you decompress it, it just becomes the energy field that we talk about as the unified field or the quantum field, etc. So when you compress that field, you create physical matter. On the way to creating the chair that you're sitting on, we compress into physical human form, bones, muscles, organs, glands, etc. So we are energy beings. Now, the beauty of that is that energy cannot be created or destroyed. Energy is everlasting, all right? So there is a component of us, the basic bottom line of us is that we too are eternal. So the world of spirituality would talk about spirit is eternal. The world of science talks about energy cannot be created or destroyed. And so what I love to do is just, you know, marry those two worlds for a moment and say, you know, everybody's agreeing. We're just calling it something different. And the fact is that We can shift energy. We can shift the flow of energy. And by doing so, we can shift the flow of our lives. We can shift the flow of our health. We can shift the flow of abundance in our lives, et cetera, simply by shifting the pattern of energy that's flowing through the system. I have a little image that I could show you. It just popped into my mind. Let me just give you this. It's like a picture's worth a thousand words here. Here's what's happening. This unified field, these are some images I use with some of the coursework that I teach online, but here's the unified field of energy and it compresses into a funnel, into a channel. It hits Uh the earth, it turns, it rises up and cycles around in what's called a toric field of of flow. This energy keeps recycling like this. It keeps pouring in, it keeps hitting the earth, it keeps rising up. And then what we're doing, is we're creating our reality this way this field is compressing into the funnel into the channel hitting the earth it's rising up and cycling and cycling and then we're rolling it out and projecting it out in front of us now we're projecting it onto a movie screen like if this hand is a movie screen we're projecting this movie onto this movie screen and We're constantly walking through that movie in our lives. That's the reality that we're creating. And so if we can learn how to masterfully flow that energy without allowing anything to interfere with it, disrupt it, distort it, then we have the capacity to create a more refined life that we're living that reflects truly more of what we can dream of, or even more importantly, what we can perceive of as our full potential deep inside, deep within. So that's just kind of a, foundation of referencing that everything is energy including us and the benefit of knowing that is that we can shift energy energy can shift in a moment we've all watched a movie before that had us going down one emotional track and then somebody says something that that blows it you know somebody's really upset and crying or whatever and somebody says something funny and in an instant it just lightens the load everything shifts the energy moves and we have the capacity to do that on command, whether we realize it or not. We think that our external circumstances decide our internal state. And it's not true. We've just never learned how to master that from the inside out.
1: Hmm. You know, the first thing that comes up in my mind, you know, I used to be a teacher in schools and I left the educational institution because of the indoctrination and the low levels of consciousness and intelligence that was shared through those basic systems. I was just wondering what it would be like if we could get these fundamental, scientifically proven, spiritually infused truth teachings You know, mentioned one of the 12 universal laws, the law of, you know, transmutational perpetual energy cannot be created nor destroyed. It's it's just a fundamental Mm -hmm. constituents of the universe. Yet no one teaches us this until we, someone like you and me and others come around. And I think this is life changing. So to basically, just to reiterate quickly, for those of you not watching the video, if you're watching the, or listening to the podcast, what Dr. Sue was sharing with us before was this channel of energy, this life force energy mm. coming through us as everything is energy. And you saw a picture of the Taurus field, the toroidal mm. field, which yeah. I'd like to really get into a little bit more because we understand the power of us as creators and manifestors is in alignment to the field, the electromagnetic field, the mm. what we can manifest, what we can emanate, what we can create. But I want to just ask a little deeper question than this, because I yeah. think many of listeners and viewers kind of get this. And you could just ask yourself the question, everyone listening and watching. Do you, one, believe that you're only flesh and bone, you're only matter, and you're limited only by your five or six senses, senses if you include thought? Or two, do you believe that you are the eternal, as Dr. Sue said, infused in time, that you are spirit, that you are consciousness? also in matter, having a temporary human experience. And, you know, so over the years, I've been done this with tens of thousands of people. Most people would raise their hand and say, I believe that I am more than just flesh and bone." So we have that then the basis of that belief. And within this belief, we can deepen our awareness of who and what we are. So here's the next question. You say that your life and health are reflections of your energy field. Can you go a little bit deeper into that? Because I want to talk a little bit about interference. If it's not what's happening on the outside, which we know that it's not, because that's a projection, a reflection, a mirror of what's happened on the inside. So if it truly is an inside job, and our life and our health is a reflection
0: of our energy field, where do we begin? Mm -hmm. So to begin with, the idea that this energy pours in, hits the earth, rises up again, The degree to which we can allow the rising version of ourselves, it's like the rising soulful self or that rising inspiration or that evolutionary impulse that's in every one of us that like, oh, I don't know why, but I just feel like I need to do this thing or this is what I'm called to do. Those kinds of energies are representative of this rising version of the energy. And if that energy rises in its purest form, it rises straight up. And it shoots out the top of the head and generates this beautiful toric field that we're referencing. And if there's interference on the line, if we've shut down in certain ways, if we've not trusted our gut, if we've not listened in our hearts, if we've not understood our personal power and have a sense of self that is worthy and that is aligned and that is not thinking about comparing and competing and controlling and those kinds of things, what happens is that energy rises in a beautiful way. Now, if we've been shut down in some of those areas, then the energy has to move around the areas of shutdown as it's rising. It'll swing off to the left or swing off to the right to divert or to deflect or to get around. Never mind that idea that I don't really matter. I'm going to go out and prove myself. And like that's not a great approach, but it's what most people do. Or never mind that I don't really believe that I belong here or that I'm capable of doing what I want to, or that I have all the resources that I need. I'm gonna go, you know, do something. I'm gonna compromise and sell out to get the job that pays the money, but doesn't fulfill me on a deep spiritual level or a deep meaningful level of any sort. So what happens is we start moving around these sorts of ideas that creates a wobbling to the rise of energy that's coming up through the system. And that wobble on the rise creates a distortion in the energy field. So there we are standing inside the energy field, looking out through a distortion and we end up seeing a reality that isn't true, but it's our reality. And so it holds us in a prison that we then interact with and react Two, because it looks to be real. And so we create that reality because we're reacting to what this distortion is presenting to us. And we're creating the whole thing and don't even realize that it's happening all because we got hurt when we were five. We got left behind when we were 16. We got divorced or we lost the job or what have you. And we shut down in certain areas that now doesn't allow the rising essence of who we are to have its way without being compromised in some way. So the good news is we can do something about it.
1: I'm just geeking out on this because, you know, one of the programs that I teach, I found an ancient blueprint from the yogic teachings and the traditions where a specific interference pattern interferes and blocks each energy center. And that's what I want to go next about the chakras, the energy centers, because I know this from, you know, so much work, Professor Valerie Hunt at UCLA and many other people's work, that these energy centers are real, the chakras are real. And for me, back in the day, I was like, oh, that's some spiritual woo-woo bullshit, right? But now I teach how to remove interference. And what I've found, emotional blockages, fear, guilt, shame, grief, lies, et cetera. So that's one side, but I want to learn from you. What's your take on this? When I'm watching this graphic, right? I'm watching life force energy come through, going through the body into the ground, and then the field reversing itself from the ground up through the person. And please correct me if I'm wrong, But in the graphic that we just saw, for those who are only listening to the recording here, there was distortions in the energy patterns. It looked like instead of the energy spiraling or moving its way straight up the spine, it was Mm. actually off on certain angles based on what you mentioned, which is interference within the energy system. So can you tell us a little bit about chakras, energy systems, your take on it if it's different and what the primary interference pattern might be for the listeners and viewers?
0: Yeah. Primary interference pattern for any energy center is an unresolved experience, something we have not been able to be present with. We had some kind of false image that caused us to deflect or defend, and therefore either win or be conquered by something, win over or be conquered by something. And None of that is real, but it's how we perceive our necessity to operate in this world. And so when we carry this unresolved energy and a grudge or a premature conclusion that we drew about the value of some situation in our lives, we shut it down because it looks too intimidating, or we come forward with enough power to bowl it over because we will not you know, stand for anything less. All the while, we're actually not collaborating with the cosmic law, and we We're not collaborating with natural law. We're egoically trying to generate a different reality. And this is the reason that people who have studied self-help and personal development, et cetera, find a ceiling beyond which they have a very difficult time manifesting the things that they dream of or desire. It's because they're driving it with their mental body instead of using their mind to serve this evolutionary impulse that is rising on its own. It created the mind, but the mind is trying to control it. Oh. And so it's sort of an artificial intelligence sort of thing out of, out of control, right? It's like our worst nightmare. That's exactly what we're living in. And so we are here to learn how to surrender the mind to serve this rising evolutionary impulse. And when we do, it starts to activate and animate the various levels of consciousness that our chakra system represents. So let me back up and say what I mean by that. Each chakra is described as a spinning wheel of energy that is, you know, generating chemistries out of energies and generating and contributing to an overall presence of healing and interpretation and integration and creativity, etc., when collectively utilized together, but they get shut down or they get isolated, they get disintegrated in some way. And all of a sudden we find ourselves living as someone who can either be strong or be wise or be loving or be creative or be smart. And what we really want is an individual that can be all of those anytime, have access to all of it. So Mm -hmm. I see the chakra system as levels of consciousness that are coming together and spinning as this individuation that we are of the unified field, and that each of them represent the various components of our wholeness that are required to be integrated and to each be active and animated and to be living and breathing as a unified presence if we're to truly live into our full potential and ancient Eastern tradition has been trying to teach this for thousands of years. Modern Western medicine had nothing to do with that until the people started saying, you know, Hey, there's some really good ideas over there. People in the West were being, you know, having, were being drawn to a deeper truth, a deeper study about who we are and the nature of our capacity. And so the Western world has Tried to embrace it and quantum science has come along and bridged the worlds in a beautiful, beautiful way. And this is what I love about it, which, you know, I know you know this, but I'm just trying to tie it together with your question about the chakra system. I think they have everything to do with us piercing through the veil of this idea that we're a five sensory being here to survive. And until we can, you know, make it to a better place someday, it's that's not at all what's going on. And it's my personal passion to teach people otherwise. And I know that's yours too. Absolutely magnificent. Okay. Now just quickly,
1: you mentioned that the different energy centers or chakras are different parts of the being, some integrated, some not, what parts would they be? What's the root center compared to the sacral, compared to the solar, compared to the you know heart, etc. cetera? What's your methodology around that? I know you've got a seven step system that I want to get to in a moment, but just your two cents worth on what is the beingness part or the aspect part of each energy center for an individual?
0: So with everyone, it's going to be their personal interpretation of it. The root chakra is our basic foundational presencing. We are here as a quantum being, and we know it, and we haven't forgotten that on the way in, and we're here living and breathing as that. We're here creating an experience for ourselves and co-creating for one another. The second one, the next one up, is really tapping into the collective wisdom and gathering that. It is our capacity to catch this energy that's pouring in and to vessel it in such a way that allows for this energy to be contained in a body system. And a byproduct of that is we hold the space to receive you know, universal intelligence to receive the billions of bits of information that are bombarding our system every millisecond, to gather them and to collect them in, in a sense of wisdom. And that wisdom then rises and it rises to the next level, the next energy center, a level of consciousness that is about understanding that I'm a cosmic individual. I'm not a five sensory surviving entity, etc. I'm much more than that. And to truly know that and live as that, you know, I can go on and on up this, the scale, if if you want me to, the next one up is about our capacity to divinely see that everything is serving you. There are no exceptions. Every single thing that happens in your life is happening for you to awaken to your magnificence to a greater degree. Nothing's ever trying to take you out. It's always trying to show you you're bigger than you're playing. You're bigger than you think you are. Stop arguing for your smallness. That's what happens at the heart chakra. The next one up is our ability to manifest, to speak truth, to hear truth, to collaborate, to align with what our true soul purpose is while we're here so that manifesting is easy and then we're not swimming upstream all the time. The next one up is our third eye area, which is, you know, I could talk for days about that, but it is where. the the three worlds meet here in the third dimension, The, the upper realm, the inner realm, and the horizontal world come together in this area and alchemize all sorts of ways that we can then see what's relevant for us to create and to contribute to the world and so forth. And the crown chakra, of course, which is always open and aligned, is where we are actually rooted. We're actually grounded in the heavens and are coming into this physical experience, you know, to test ourselves out, to give it a go at seeing how we are doing at developing our creatorship, our ability to create instead of just react and respond in life. Beautiful.
1: Beautiful. I love that. I love how you used the crown as being grounded The opposite of what many people would think, right? I'm elevated, connected, but it's actually the spirit being grounded into this dimension. I love this. I want to learn a little bit more about your seven-step system because this makes sense to me and I want to kind of allow our listeners and viewers to get the idea of how you can actually, say, use a system to become bioenergetically optimized or master your biofield for health, longevity, success, fulfillment, whatever.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. So we are consciousness. We are energy that is awake. That's our true nature. We're just energy that is aware, that is awake. And so our job is to, as we come in here as that, our job is to fully embody. People think that they're supposed to become enlightened, to wake up and so forth, which is true. But embodying what we awaken to is every bit as important, if not more important, than just awakening to a new reality, a new version of yourself. In other words, so we can have a theory, but until we can live into that theory, it doesn't really serve us. You know, We can have awarenesses, we can have awakenings, but until we learn how to interpret that and move it out into the world, move out into the world as if that's true for us, not just an experience that we had, but we can integrate and infuse our very personhood into that and live as though it is the only truth until we can do that, it doesn't really change our lives. You know, 25 years ago, I had a huge awakening experience and I was this ray of light up above the earth and it totally yanked me out of being a doctor in a clinic and, you know, all the science behind my every day and made me realize there's an entirely different reality that we have no idea about until we do. And so I could see 360 degrees around me. I was in a light so brilliantly bright. It was 10 times brighter than the brightest day in the desert I'd ever seen. I could see the earth beneath me about the size of a marble. And I was embedded into it up to about what would have been my knees. But I was I didn't have a body. I was this ray of light. And every time I took a breath, there was this huge horizon that would rise and fall. And what I knew is that this light was becoming a different vibrational frequency as it passed through me into the earth. And I knew that every single one of us was this from an electromagnetic standpoint. And I was awakening to that version of life. And later I read about many people having those kinds of experiences, but at the time it blew my mind. You know, I was just you know minding my own business in my clinic, treating patients and doing my thing. And all of a sudden I had to reconcile what I had now become aware of. And so what I, first of all, I wanted to get back to that state. I wanted to do it over and over again. And I realized that in order to do that, I actually had to do the opposite of what I would have thought. Because it was such an exalted experience, I kept trying to get my consciousness up and elevated. But actually what ended up allowing that to happen was when I drew myself deeply into the core. Ancient Sanskrit term called pratyahara means withdraw your senses inwardly. Don't try to project them outwardly to get the job done, but come inward because that is where the answers are and on many, many, many levels. So as I did that, I started transforming. I healed the scoliosis in my own spine. My migraine headaches disappeared that I was having so regularly. I was missing work one or two days a week up for about eight months prior to this happening. And I realized, you know, I need to document what's going on here because of these radical changes that were happening within my own system. So I started documenting it. I started sharing it with my patients. My patients started getting better faster and staying better longer, and all sorts of transformations happening. And that became what I wrote about in the energy codes. It's a step by step system that allows people to get into their bodies, which allows their consciousness to rise much more easily. Think of it like the deeper the roots of the tree, the higher the tree can grow. It's like a stabilizing effect that allows allows consciousness to soar. Whereas if we're not stabilizing it, it can only get so expanded before it starts dissipating and really being at the effect of this wobble of the external circumstances. And so if we really want it to be a stable a stable bioenergetic system, we have to bring our consciousness into the core and learn how to embody. So the energy codes are embodiment practices that teach us how to use the internal system as a dashboard to tell us where we're tripping ourselves up where we're still hooked into where we're attached where we're where we've hidden some of our unresolved subconscious residue that unresolved subconscious emotion is what keeps us from integrating fully and so the energy codes are a way to find where the interferences are and the nature of those interferences, and then shows us what to do with them to diffuse that interference and get the get it contributing to the grand flow of this toric field system again. I think
1: just a little power pause is is timely now for everyone listening, watching. Let's take a breath ah, and just let that sink in. I. Th- really feel that what you shared here is profound truth. And I remember I was reading a quote of yours a little while ago and it said, the body will offer up solutions that the mind alone cannot. Is that the interference that you're talking about? Is that different?
0: Exactly. You know, there's a reason that we get a knot in our stomach instead of a lump in our throat on a given situation. And there's a reason that in a different situation, we get tightness in our chest instead of a knot in our stomach. And there's a reason that then on that other situation, we do get that lump in our throat because they each carry different vibrational frequencies. Each of these energy centers and these layers of consciousness are vibrating at different frequencies. And when Mm -hmm. we're not connected in on certain frequencies because we've stepped around them our whole life, we've avoided them or outrun them or swept them under the rug, those frequencies will surface because we are a full keyboard being. And until we're playing on all the keys, the system is not complete and the universe hates a vacuum. It abhors it. It cannot tolerate collapsed, contracted, compressed, encapsulated energy. It has to have it all, you know, moving in its freedom and its flow. So yes, in a given moment, we're trained inside the energy codes to have one eye on the inside, kind of looking and sensing and feeling. And when something triggers us, it's a benefit that we're getting triggered. It's not a problem, it's a solution. And it's trying to show you where you could turn on more circuitry or build more circuitry. It's, it's actually just turning it on, but I oftentimes reference it as building a bridge across a gap. You get triggered, it's because there are certain energies in you that that is causing you to animate and you don't have the circuits in place to do so. So you wanna avoid it. You, we wanna get away from that. And so we don't like our triggers. But really, if you were to ask, Instead of asking, why do you keep doing that? That's so upsetting. Or what do I keep doing wrong that makes me keep inviting that into my life? There's a better question that we could be asking. And that is, where in my body could I turn on more aspects of my own consciousness that would allow me to be present with that situation when it happens? Instead of trying to get away from it, I could diffuse it. I could dissipate it. I could pierce right into it and dissolve it. Instead of it getting the best of me, I come, you know, bearing gifts so that I can leave it better than I found it, basically, this world that we're living in. So the energy codes teaches us how to anchor ourselves in the central core of the body, how to utilize the system as a dashboard that says, okay, that has a hold of you. You're having an emotional reaction rather than naming the emotion only ask where in the body is this charge of energy? And your mind will go there. It'll go because it instantly wants to support this trilogy of mind-body-breath. It wants to thrive, all right? So it's going to take your attention to the gut or to the chest or to the throat or or wherever. And then the energy codes teaches us what to do there to hook it up, to connect it, to get it flowing with the rest of the system instead of being something that's been pocketed off that we're avoiding and stepping around yet another year, right? So- I love this.
1: Yeah. And it's kind of like the opposite philosophy hypothesis of what you see out there in the world a lot, such as your life is broken. You need to do, you know, mindset practices and visualization and to go and fix it, you know, fix your relationship and fix your, you know, money and fix your health. This is completely opposite. This is about, and correct me if I'm wrong, turning the attention back within. And instead of you're broken, you need fixing there is interference. You are powerful, your energy, your consciousness, but there are levels of interference and clearing those interferences will enable you to become or to come home to the
0: truth of the limitless potential. Is that about right? Absolutely. Nothing broken, nothing missing, nothing wrong. There's just a circuitry issue there's just interference on the line. It's like static on the line. So you're not able to hook up your resources with the perceived problem and let it flow, let it dissolve because the communication, the in, the interpretation, the integration of that whole system is just offline and we need to just bring it online. And it's not that hard to do. It's just a matter of learning how to do it. And it's not hard at all. It's just that no one ever taught us this. So it seems you know strange. Now I was talking about this 25 years ago and it seemed a lot stranger to people. And now <laughs> people are like, oh, yeah, toric field, central channel, I got this. Breathing patterns, check. And so we can boom, boom, boom. And whether somebody's had experience with it or not doesn't matter because your system, nature's on our side. Your system was yeah. built to do what I'm teaching it to do. It's just that no one has shown the mind its proper role in perceiving how we can express in our true magnificence rather than the mind going and looking for what's wrong all the time. You know, quantum science is showing us if you go looking for what's wrong, you're gonna create what's wrong because that's what you're looking for. That's the basis of quantum science. So let's stop, let's ask a better question. You know, where can I build some circuits so that I could more accurately perceive what's really going on here because I contend there's only one thing going on here, and it is this whole of the unified field, which is you, has compressed itself into a funnel and into a channel and hits the earth and rises up and is recycling in this toric field. All of it is you. Why would you ever create a game for yourself that would take you out? It's a game for yourself for you to be able to wake up here in this earthly experience to the truth of who you are, which is this magnificent quantum presence that is made of everything there's nothing missing there's nothing broken it's just a matter of learning how to drive this ferrari that we are you know and instead of thinking that we have to keep pedaling this broken down bicycle faster in order to get where we want to go we have everything we need to flow we just don't know how to put the pieces together until we do and we can't that's what i was documenting for from my own experience Above and beyond what the research was showing, I was led through my own experience, which is why I'm so clear on this because I know what it takes to do this and what's really just kind of superfluous information. But how do we cut to the chase and you know get the job done?
1: Well, I think you've done an incredible job of it so far. It's just really getting even clearer for me that it's an inside job and that we have all the power and the potential. Now, in regards to the seven steps and the energy codes, is this kind of like a checklist where you go through and you read and you see how an interference pattern in, say, step one might be showing up in the person's life is, and then how to change it? Is that kind of how the system or the...
0: Sort of so, yes. The first thing that I'm teaching is this anchoring code, which is teaching people how to really get into the body because people live in their heads. They don't live in their body. And so how to get down into the body and how to know that you're there and how to anchor yourself there and how to learn to breathe differently so that you can stay there without effort. And and it starts to feel so good. People realize that, in an instant, a situation that they thought was stressful and intimidating is actually nothing at all because they finally sat down in the driver's seat instead of trying to drive the car from you know, sitting on the roof or sitting on the hood. It you have to get down in the driver's seat to actually be able to manage it. And there are codes in there of clearing subconscious interference, the clearing code, clearing things that we've been stepping around for a long time, the interferences that are in the field, how to clear them, and then understanding the role of the heart and understanding the ways that we can address our chemistry. There's a chemistry code that shows us the foods that we eat and the thoughts that we think, and how to measure the acidity or alkalinity of those things and how they're contributing to our system working properly or just putting strain on the system that is unnecessary just a variety of different components that when utilized together at the same time have a much different impact. Because I found that many of my patients would either take get on a kick of eating right, and then they would improve, but they wouldn't get great. And then they'd get on a kick of exercising and they would improve, but it wouldn't get great. And then they'd get on a kick of meditating or trying to learn to meditate and it would help, but it wouldn't do the trick. And so what I developed was a systematic way of, but letting the body tell the mind, what's the priority? Where should I start? And then what's the second thing I should start? And then what's the third thing that I should start? So that the system is revealing in an organic way, what is necessary for this individual to truly win, to truly accomplish what they're here wanting and desiring to experience. If we're knocking on the wrong door, we can knock on the door forever. Nobody's home there. But if you go down, you know, it's like an apartment building or something, you, you go down to the next door, somebody answers right away. So you go in that, you go in that way. You find the door that's open by letting the body speak and learning the language of the soul that speaks to the body and, and the body speaks to the mind and the mind hasn't been listening. It's been off writing stories about how hard life is and looking for the problems to fix. And so we're teaching the mind how to come back onto the body so that mind and body and and this soulful essence have a chance to collaborate and work together in a way that moves us forward more easily, more readily.
1: Beautiful. I think it'd be rude at this point not to tell the listeners and viewers where to get this book, The Energy Codes, the seven-step system to awaken your spirit, heal your body, and live your best life. Where does someone go to, to get this book soon? Oh,
0: sure. Where well, you can go to all the, the regulars in terms of you know, it's on Amazon, it's on Amazon, you can get it it's through Simon and Schuster, who it's published by, you can get it on my website. If you get it on my website, there are some things that come along with it, some extra bonus gifts and that kind of thing. But that website is com. just D-R-S-U-E-M-O-R-T-E-R.com. And we can get you set up very easily. Certainly. I'll be doing that today. I can't
1: wait to to read that book and, and to go through it in a bit more detail. I've got a question for you before we wrap up. But before I ask the question, is there anything else that you feel right now for the listeners and viewers? This is something that you'd like to touch on, something that you think is important to share.
0: Yeah, you know, there is a guidance that's trying to happen through your life and science describes it as this evolutionary impulse and philosophy describes it as such as well. And spirituality would call it the guidance of spirit. And it isn't separate from you. It's actually the real you. And that's the one that I'm very dedicated to teaching people how to find. Because we've been operating as a personality false version of ourselves. And there's more. There's so much more available to us just underneath that layer of life. And the energy codes are all about teaching people how to discover that. And sitting down inside of that is... Truly, the greatest reprieve that anyone will ever experience, and so it's worth stopping for a moment and checking it out. That's incredible. All right, here's my last question, straight off the cuff. Goes like okay. this:
1: Imagine now, Doctor Sue, that you are on the world stage, and there's billions of people from all over the planet, and they've all gathered. Their presence is here. Their consciousness is here. They're all gathered to hear your message to the world. Whenever you're ready, take a breath. Take as long as you need. When you're ready, share. What is your message to the world right now at this time?
0: Only love is real. And as you allow for that to be true, it becomes your reality. And the support that you've been looking for rises up from underfoot and reveals itself in ways that you would never imagine. It requires training your mind to serve the soul instead of allowing the mind to drive the circumstances of your life so i would just leave it at that
1: perfectly shared i love it okay ladies and gentlemen dr sue instagram dr sue s-u-e mortar m-o-r-t-e-r on instagram and the same dr sue mortar on facebook as well thank you so much for taking the time i am so grateful that we got to have this discussion that our listeners and viewers get to listen and, and receive this information as always so much value here. Go back and listen to this podcast again, uh, pause it, take notes, go through the steps and systems that Sue's been sharing with us. If you found this useful and valuable, please share it with as many people as you can. We are quantum beings having a human experience. More people need to know this message. The more uh, you share this with people, the more you're going to be able to help um, all of us together. So again, thank you so much, Sue. I really, really appreciate your time. It's been a privilege having you here
0: my great pleasure anytime much love everyone
1: absolutely go check out her instagram and also the website i'll be sure to get that book god bless everybody bye for now once again thank you so much for listening and if you want to learn more about how to walk the quantum path into life mastery business mastery uh, if you want to learn more about our live events or coaching or anything that we offer go to www.drespen.com that's d-r-e-s-p-e-m.com or email info at dr.espen.com and let's find out how we can help you take your life your business and your mission to a whole nother level we'll see you next time